Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of For What It's Nerd. Today we are doing another book haul, what I've been reading episode that I like to do every so often as you guys are probably aware by now. Um, and I have a lot to go through this time actually. I've read a decent chunk of what I'm showing to you or at least started it. Um, and then I want to discuss what I'm reading next. So without further ado, let's get into the first part, which is a book that I pre-ordered a while ago, actually. Um, this was a tie-in to Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which came out earlier this year. And that is the book featured in that movie, Scott Lang, Look Out for the Little Guy. Now, this is more of a joke book than really anything of mass import, but I did want to have a look at it. I did want to read it just to see what if there was any tidbits or interesting trivial kind of things that were in here um i'm going to read the blurb because i find it quite funny actually because it, it implies that scott has a lot bigger of a connection to a lot of the avengers than perhaps we knew previously um so an ant's eye view of what it's like to be an avenger including the official insider's account account of the avengers battle with thanos um, so this is a quote from Bruce Banner, obviously the Hulk. He introduces the man behind the hero and the hero I call friend. This one's from Sam Wilson, Captain America. When when the other Avengers wondered who would write a book about us, I knew Scott was the guy. He's been full of surprises since the day we met, and this book is no exception. Everyone should read it. Uh, Stephen Strange, Doctor Strange, of course. If you always hoped Ant-Man would write a book, you're in luck. I confess I did not. But I enjoyed it all the same. Uh, Barton Hawkeye, I can't think of a better person to tell the world what it's like to be Avenger than Scott. This book, it's it's Mark. And the last one, Christine Everhart, who I believe, if I remember correctly, is the woman who showed up in the first Iron Man movie and, and the beginning of the second one, if I remember correctly. Could be wrong. Um, funny, intense, and honest. The transparency we have been waiting for from our superhero superhero. I was super-powered citizens. I don't know why I couldn't get that out. Uh, I have only just started this, so I haven't got like a super big um, understanding of what it goes into, but basically the first two chapters are recounting what we already know from the movies. I'm interested to see if there's anything discussed about the time skip uh, in here, especially like, not from Scott's, not, uh, actually, no. I don't mean the time skip. I mean the time between Endgame and Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, because that time period is very, very anomalous um, as regards what's happening with the superhero community and etc. And I'm really excited to see if the book details anything about that. The thing is, it's probably not canon, fully canon anyway, but I'd like to think because this was something that was featured in the movie, that what's been put into the book is enough of a tie-in um, that it'll be thought about going forward. Probably not, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, the next book, um, which is one that I've been waiting for for a while as well, and only just got recently, is Return of the Jedi from a certain point of view. Now, I don't have the um, dust cover on this because I've been reading it um, on the go, so I usually take dust covers off when I'm on the go, primarily because I think, yes, a dust cover is meant to protect the book, but I'd rather the dust cover be protected over the book, if that makes sense, over the, like, the, the kind of like um, the, the fabric, so to speak of the actual book but um i've got to be honest i i really enjoyed um the other two from a certain point of view this one starts weaker i'm not sure if that's true of the whole lot yet but the first story is really good it's about um moff jared and darth vader and the 
um, kind of pressure to complete the Death Star. That was really fun. I really enjoyed that one. And then the rest so far have been about Jabba's Palace. And I've got to be honest, that's my least interested part of parts of the original trilogy anyway. The least interesting part of the original trilogy anyway. Um, but yeah, so I'm hoping it picks up. I'm hoping we get to a point where the rest of the stories are interesting. There is are some that sound very interesting, like the Emperor's Red Guards, um, and there's one called Return of the Wills, and there's the Ballad of Nanta, um, then Fall Sidious. Um, you know, there's uh, any others? Akbar, there's one about Admiral Akbar. So there's a lot of interesting stories. I think just this book is front-loaded with some of the poorer entries. Um, for example, there's one about the Rancor Handler, which is neither here nor there. There's one about one of the dancers from Jabba's Palace. Again, nothing fun, really. Nothing great. Um, and there's one about the droid in Jabba's Palace. Like, again, just I'm Bib Fortuna, and it's like, ugh. Oh gosh, tell me something different. Tell me something interesting. Like if they'd I understand that it's meant to be chronological to the movie. So you're meant to go through the book and follow the movie, right? I get that. But I feel like those the the Jabba stories would have been better spread out through the book. And that some of the stories would have been a really good um mix up in that one. But I understand that it's thematic that they're meant to travel through the movie with you. So it's kind of hard. Um but all in all fun so far the first one is probably the best one so far and is a really good start to the book and then the rest kind of have dwindled off not to an extent where i want to put the book down but not great either um so that is the physical books that i've been finishing or, or reading through should i say more recently now we're on to comics and some of these are finished and some of them i'm part way through so first off we have superhuman law which is the um I was reading uh, this part of the Magic Marvel Legendary Collection that I keep, I've been reading for about a year and a bit now, and this is the second part of um, the She-Hulk kind of extract of these, these legendary comics. And so this one was really fun. It deals with essentially She-Hulk becoming part of, I think, um, working for the Living Tribunal. Yes, and dealing with um, Titania, Titania, sorry. I, know, I, I say Titania, but I know a lot of people don't. Um, prescribed to that um, pronunciation but like there's an issue fully on Titania and her backstory and to be honest She-Hulk and the comic the comics that surround She-Hulk are always wacky and fun and irreverent quite like the series uh, that they made which is probably the most comic accurate thing Marvel has ever made um, like for like for like um, and yeah I really enjoyed this I think I this is a I mean the thing is with these is that like they're testers right you get like the first six issues of a run unless it's like a mini run then you get the full lot of course but um this is one that I would definitely want to continue um I don't get that with all of them um but it's definitely something that I would love to continue uh, the next one is something that I found hard to get through this one but mainly because I think that the story is relatively dated at this point and the so is the um art which personally i'm not i'm not a big i'm not a super huge fan of the older art styles generally i don't mind like the really older stuff because like it was of the time right and then i feel like this middle part which again yeah it's of the time but i, I i'm not a fan i'm not a huge fan don't get me wrong it looks like showing it on camera there it looks great right you're like oh wow that looks really really dramatic i just i i personally like the newer art styles um, for my comics but this is a really interesting read because it shows the emergence of not only venom 
but Carnage. And I've never really don't get me wrong. I know how they came to be, and I, I know essentially these stories, but I've never read them. So it was really nice to get into those stories. I'm again not a huge Spider-Man fan. I've talked about this a number of times on here. Um, Spider-Man isn't my favorite Marvel character, and probably isn't even in my top fifty Marvel characters that I love. Um, like there's loads of characters that will come before him. So I know that that is shocking to some people, and they usually go, "Oh my gosh, what do you mean?" Um, it's not that I hate Spider-Man, I just don't love him, and I find that I actually more interested in his villains than him. So th to be fair, this one was one of the better Spider-Man ones that I've kind of tapped into. It was the same with um, the Craven comic, Craven's Last Hunt. That one was really interesting because it was more about Craven than actually about Spider-Man. So yeah, I, I find that Spider-Man is most interesting when his villains are a big part of the story. So that was that was a good one. Not my favorite, but again, a good one. And then one I'm reading at the moment, which I just started this morning. There was a little bit of a noise there. I'm sorry if that came through. Um, the, um, the one I've started reading this morning, and don't get me wrong, again, not one of my most favorite characters, but a character that is interesting when played right, that is the Immortal Iron Fist. And this is the second part to his story um, in the Legendary Collection as well. The Seven Capital Cities of Heaven. And so this one's really fun because it's dealing essentially with the whole Iron Fist mythos. You're dealing with the um, the other cities of heaven, the seven capital cities of heaven, and their order in the universe, so to speak, or in the... the, the they use a specific term, but basically their, their order compared to Earth and how often they um, align with Earth, so to speak. Um, so far, I've enjoyed it. I think this comic flits a lot more. Um, it's not really a it's not really a Danny Rand comic. It's more about the Iron Fist as a moniker, and like Orson Randall is also a big part of this book. Which honestly, I'm really I I find Orson to be a very interesting character because he's, I mean, well, that's him on the cover essentially, and he's like he's a gun toy in fucking World War One veteran character and so it's really interesting to see him and see how he came to be i think he's just as if not more interesting than danny um so that one i'm really interested to keep reading i'm very excited to see how that goes and speaking of that we're on issue 41 now of these i think there's a hundred in total so we're still we're still quite the way off finishing the marvel legendary collection but 41 that's uh it's insane i, I get two a month so you still got probably what? Gosh. So in a year you get what? Oh gosh, what's that? So two you get twenty-four issues in a year. So it's gonna be a few more years before I've actually finished the collection, which is insane to think about, but there you go. Um right, with that said, we've finished the physical stuff for now. Um well, not for now, in totality. Um, but we do have some books that I've been listening to. Audio-wise, I finished Convergence, which is a Star Wars book. Um, that was really interesting. I really enjoyed the characters in that book. I felt like the four main characters of that book, um, Axel Greylark, oh, I forget the Jedi's name now, Agela Natai. Um, oh, I'm forgetting their names. Oh, my gosh. And the two, the 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 the, the, the heirs to Eleanor and Iram. Um, Ziri Albaran. And oh, I can't remember the guy's name from I from Iram. Oh, that's gonna bug me. That's gonna bug me. 
um but i remember three so hey I, that's that's pretty good that's pretty good really enjoy the story actually i feel like it was slow in the middle but it was a really interesting story and it's really nice to see them go back and kind of really explain what happened with Iron and Eranor. and on top of that give a little bit more politics in star wars i love the politics of star wars i think it's one of the most interesting parts of the star wars universe and mythos mythos and um yes it was nice to see that expanded upon a bit and it was nice to see that um you have this character who's very very close to the republic actually being part of a wider issue a wider change in the the political spectrum i won't kind of spoil but it is one of those main four characters i'll say that and it really changes up the dynamic going forward and i really didn't know how it was going to play out going forward but i'm interested because one of the next books um seems to heavily feature that character too i'm interested to see what their plan is now with that said um i kind of took a detour from the main books at that point to one of the young reader books now whenever i pick up a young reader book my expectations change as to what the book should be because of course there's going to be simplicity and plot there's going to be an element of nothing really bad can happen to any of the main characters because that would be kind of bad to just throw in front of a child especially when a child's trying to learn how to read they don't you don't want to scare them off by talking about doom and death but i've got to be honest uh, Quest for the Hidden City, the next kind of Star Wars book in the timeline, is really interesting because it does deal with more important issues, climate change and um, greed and um, there is death and there is kind of... The book ends on a slightly sour note because one of the the, the adversaries who are meant to, like, who are doing all of what they're doing for the for whatever reason they're doing it um still loses out it's not like a resolution where it's like okay well we'll bring you back into the fold so to speak this this individual essentially dies it's it's not said on the page but um it's it's made very clear in, in the context that this person dies um and i thought that was really good actually i think there's a way of including intelligent important conversations with children and younger readers without making it doom and gloom right the book ends on a good note the characters are um better than we left them and on top of that the characters are actually they're, they're relatively vibrant actually there's a there's a decent cast in the book and not not too many that would become crazy but at the same time enough that it would be interesting does that make sense but yeah there's a, there's a number of points in the book where you do deal with loss and deal with sadness and deal with um concerns about whether you're fitting in and all that type of stuff and i think that's really good to give out to a child and i think that's really good to give to as a tool to maybe discuss with parents who might be reading their child these books um because too many stories for children are sugar-coated um too many stories have the disney fairy tale effect that all happily ever after right and life is not that and that's not in a negative sense it's just the truth um and i think having a good resolution but generally saying hey but some things didn't go the best of ways is is more real to life and is more 
acceptable and palatable to children later in life when they have those lessons early on that know like okay well my favorite character from this book didn't always triumph first first time round, or didn't always know what they were doing and so yeah i i actually was very impressed by that book more so than i thought i was going to be and i'm very excited to read the the next one now which is quest for planet x i believe but before that and these are the books that i'm going to be reading next i do have to get into the high republic comics of phase two as well as the um the battle of Jeddah, which is going to be a very interesting book i'm interested to see what's going on with that one um i say a book it's actually not really a book you can get the transcript but the original version is an audio drama now i loved the audio drama which was tempest runner um by kevin scott i believe in phase one of the high republic it was a really good read but i haven't started it yet because i feel like that is something that you need singular focus on and so i go on walks every day during work for about half an hour and i think that's when i'm going to read this one because i feel like unlike unlike normal books where like not normal books but unlike normal books quote-unquote where you can um i've messed that line up what i'm saying is unlike typical books where you can read between the lines and pick up some dialogue and then drop out a little bit and you might miss like a small interaction the audio dramas are very fast paced and paced and because they don't discuss what's happening necessarily it's 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 like sometimes you need to really listen it's like watching a tv show that's fast paced right and so you need to really listen and concentrate on what's going on in the piece so that's something that i'm definitely gonna have to wait on to read comics wise as well i do have um two physical comics still to read two legendary collection comics still to read marvel wise and they're both the first and second part of planet hulk and i'm not interested really at the moment in reading those mainly because i try in everything i do to read something new or or listen to something new or watch something new where i can the only time i really revisit something is if i'm watching it with someone else to get their reaction and garner their understanding of it like get a different perspective on a piece of media right like someone might ask a question why is that like that and i would have never have thought about that in a million years so i don't really want to read those two because i technically have read planet hulk years ago but it was years ago so i think i am going to push myself to read them just to see if I find any nuance, nuance in the story that perhaps I didn't find last time, or even just to rekindle my interest in that story, because that was one of my first Marvel comics. And I think that's why I've always really enjoyed the Hulk, even though Hulk isn't necessarily like... Hulk's like a character that's very, very popular, but I feel like he's not one that's talked about very often, right? And that's such a weird thing, because why is Hulk popular, but not really discussed? And so I am very interested to get into it in that sense but i'm dubious i don't know because like i could read something else right that's my thing i'm always like well do i want to reread this or rewatch this or re-listen to this when i could do something else and so generally i the the opposite wings out that i don't that i watch the new thing or read the new thing etc play the new thing but this time i think i'm going to force myself to be a little bit retrospective and go back and read planet hope again with that said, I think that's pretty much everything I've been reading slash listening to at the moment. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to what I'm reading and my kind of opinions on them. I really do enjoy talking about like the books I'm reading and the stuff I'm doing um, as regards like um, like nerd com- like comics and, and like nerdy stuff like that. Um, it really does. 
it's nice to discuss books because I don't get to discuss books often. So I hope you guys enjoy these episodes. If you do, please uh, drop a subscription, leave a like, leave a comment. Um, and if you're on uh, Spotify, etc., obviously, if you like listening to this too, maybe share the podcast. Uh, I'm not 100% sure how the uh, metrics work on Spotify or Apple Music, etc., because I don't look too deeply into that. Um, but if you can share the podcast, if you're interested in, if you think other people will be interested in listening to the podcast, let them know. Um, same, of course, on YouTube as well. And feel free to share the podcast. Guys, thank you so much, as always, for listening slash watching. If you guys um, have any recommendations for anything you would like me to read going forward, or perhaps something you'd want me to discuss in more detail, let me know. Until that until then oh gosh i nearly lost my train of thought then until then guys thank you and i'll see you later